TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. And now... You're listening to TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host... Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. Always a treat to have Rabbi Abe Friedman with us. He is a community leader. He's a liaison to various law enforcement officials. He's a community activist. And uh, we're looking at Hakara Satov, why the Jewish community has to give back to elected officials that are supported over the course of time. So good to have you back, Shavua Tov. Thank you, Zev. Good to all your uh, listeners. Thank you for having me. I know usually we have you on with the sheriffs of Ulster counties and Sullivan counties and elected officials upstate, but now we're going local because this Tuesday is an important election day, and I think we have to first let people know that they must come out and vote. It's a duty that we have to come out and vote, and unfortunately not everybody's going to do so. we got to shake them up a little bit, right? Absolutely. I always say, if you don't vote, then, you know, why why complain? That's your minimum that you can do. Like you say, it's a duty to vote and, and make your voice heard. And by doing by voting, you're doing so. Absolutely. Now, you have a relation with lots of elected officials. I want to focus on two of them tonight. One of them, of course, is the borough president of Brooklyn who's running for mayor. You go back, what, 20, 25 years with him? Yeah, close to 20 years. I uh, met Eric when he was still a lieutenant uh, here in uh, in Williamsburg at the 88 precinct, which is the borderline of Williamsburg. Now it's already uh, fully, uh, uh, we have a Hasidic community live all the way into the 88 precinct. But at that time, it was, uh, I think, the first uh, complex that got uh, occupied by the community. And I met him on a uh, Matzah Shabbos on a Saturday night where a uh, Jewish woman was, a Hasidic woman was beaten up by uh, someone and he was on the scene. And ever since we stayed in touch and I could say that uh, he never changed. The same Eric that I uh, know for, you know, from 20 years ago is the same person. Uh, he is an amazing person personal friend, but a, a great public servant. And uh, uh, thank God 20 years later, I can see uh, him being a great mayor uh, for New York City. And I know you go back and you and I have sat down with him over the course of time, and he certainly is very engaging, and he's not afraid to hire Hasidim to work in his administration. In fact, I don't know if you're aware, but I got a commitment from him that if he gets to be elected mayor, he's going to have a glass kosher kitchen at Gracie Mansion. I have it on tape. Uh, that 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 is amazing. Yes, absolutely. He was always sensitive to uh, the Jewish community, and uh, always when he did uh, meetings and uh, functions, uh, there was always kosher, and not only kosher, but was halal for Muslim uh, observant uh, communities. And uh, he's always someone that stands out for a uh, being sensitive to various cultures and communities. And B, he never is afraid to speak up for what is right. We all remember, I think, Zev, you were very engaged and involved at that time when Menachem Stark was brutally assaulted and murdered. Uh, He was the one that came out against the New York Post for putting Menachem Stark on the front page, calling him a slumlord. 
Uh, many elected officials were afraid. New York Post, the take on the New York Post is not easy, but he stood up for what is right. He, he condemned them uh, for, unfortunately, when the communities in mourning, uh, they didn't let down. They uh, kept uh, uh, blackmailing him or uh, calling him names. Uh, and he was an icon in the community. He was a charitable person in the community. And uh, Eric was uh, one of the only elected officials that called a press conference in Borough Hall with community leaders standing aside and uh, condemned them. Now, I remember that. It was a terrible tragedy, and and it was insensitive. And that's a separate show and a separate interview that we can always talk about, the fact that the Hasidic community didn't always get a fair play in the major media here in New York and around the country. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, we stand out. That's the fact. And I would just uh, hope that we stand out on all the good things that the community does, all, all the positive things and the organizations that we have helping each other, helping the community and helping outsiders. We are uh, number one when it comes to uh, assisting and helping and, and charity and, and not only in the Jewish faith, when uh, other uh, communities suffer, we gather, we stand united, we always help each other, and uh, we want to live in peace. And uh, uh, definitely, like you said, Zev, it is something that I, w- I w- would definitely hope that it changed in the secular media. Yeah, and you, what you're referring to, by the way, recently, when it came to the victims in Haiti that had a devastating earthquake, the Hasidic community in Brooklyn and Muncie and elsewhere got together to donate tons of food and other supplies to help those victims. Didn't get a lot of major media, but I know we covered it. I thought it was such a wonderful gesture to do. Zev, countless times uh, go back to Hurricane Sandy because we just had the university, I think, nine years. Uh, the community was... Uh, devastated and and the city was devastated and we came out we helped uh, the other the, i remember just like today that uh Chavirim and other organizations donated and and loaned the generators for churches for community centers that weren't even uh, serving the jewish community so absolutely you're 100 percent right right and that should be acknowledged but uh, that's something which i think the Hasidic community has to do more PR, getting that message out, but that's a whole different discussion than the political discussion we are having tonight. So we just, you know, just mentioned how 25 years you've been working and know and friendly with Eric Adams, who's the leading candidate to be the mayor of New York on Election Day on Tuesday, and you have a relationship with Governor Phil Murphy over in New Jersey as well. How long do you go back with him? Uh, I, I got to know Governor Murphy right when he was still the ambassador uh, for President Obama. I was close to the Obama administration, and uh, I got to know him at that time when Obama appointed him as the ambassador. Uh, he took my advice. He was uh, eager to listen and, and learn more about Nazi Germany. And before he headed uh, to, to Germany, uh, he, we uh, spoke for quite a while on a number of occasions, and and. He is a passionate person, a person that cares, a person that is not a typical politician. You know, uh, I'm sure you know, Zev, that he's a wealthy businessman. He was uh, always a businessman, never a politician. And he just felt the call of duty to serve. And uh, ever since I stayed in touch with him, and one day he uh, reached out to me and said that he is going to run for governor. 
which was a little bit shocking to me because, uh, like I said, a successful businessman, why would he want to change uh, and go into politics? But at the end, he is a great uh, public servant. He's a great governor, uh, just like Eric Adams in New York. I think that he has proven himself to be a friend to the community, being sensitive. Uh, and, and I can give you uh, countless uh, occasions and incidents and uh, meetings that we were in with him. And he uh, is not afraid to stand up when there was anti-Semitism all over the state, especially in Jersey City. I'm sure you remember, Zev, at the Jersey City shooting. The massacre, came, right? uh, Absolutely. He came that unfortunate sad night on the scene. He had the attorney general with him. He had the head of the FBI, the head of the state police, the U.S. attorney's office in Jersey City and made sure personally to stay there for hours till late at night to uh, reassure the community that uh, all agencies are taking this very serious. He was also sensitive when it, it, it uh, when the bodies had to be released. We had a hard time with a medical examiner because of the investigation. Uh, this was a uh, bad incident and an incident that uh, was uh, touching the entire community all over New York and New Jersey and in, I think in the world. Uh, a poor woman and a teenager boy to get executed like this in cold blood. That's uh, that, that, but, but what I'm trying to say is that the fact that he came out and he made sure all agencies worked together with community leaders, with the local community, with the local rabbis and Askunam has, has shown that, you know, he is a uh, sensitive person, a person that cares for the community. I can give you uh, numerous of uh, stories of the past close to four years since he's governor that he got personally involved. His administration is the one of the most open-door administrations ever in the history of New Jersey. You can ask people that even don't agree with him or his policy would admit that his staff, his uh, commissioners, uh, and all agencies in, under his leadership has been uh, tremendous and uh, helping the community when it comes to uh, pressing issues, uh, Lakewood community, the Tina community in Deal, uh, and, and anywhere in the state of New Jersey. He's there. He cares. He has a designated person that deals in his office, that deals with uh, anything concerning the community. He would personally pick up the phone and call leaders in a time of crisis or in a time of need. I was personally involved in Lakewood, uh, uh, many sensitive occasions that he personally came down and spoke to the rabbis. He met uh, Rabbi Malkiel Cutler and Rabbi Aaron Cutler and uh, Mayor Lichtenstein, Manasha Miller, all and, and Avi Schnell from the Agudat, all can say that he is a person that, unlike other governors, as you remember, the CMHS, uh, it was a complicated and a very uh, rare occasion that 92,000 people should gather at the same time in MetLife Stadium uh, close to two years now. And uh, he was personally coming down on the New Year's. It was uh, New Year's. He, uh, he could have stayed home and have his agencies deal with it. No, he said he's coming down. He wants to make sure that everything is run 100% smoothly. And you know what, uh, Zeph, what I learned all these years, that if you have a 
a leader, uh, no matter if it's the mayor or a governor. Uh, it's all about your your tone that you set in your office and your administration. If they see that they care on top, they would follow and be a shadow to you and make sure that the communities are well served. You're right. It's, it's the niggerness, the tone that really is so important dealing with relationships. And I found to be very personal. We've had him on the program a few times. We found to be very, very personal. But what about the vaccine mandate? Because I know that doesn't go over very well in Lakewood or Phoenix and the other communities. So let's look at that because I believe New Jersey does mandate that. So let's talk about, uh, let's back up for a second, Zev, if we may. Uh, sure. Let's talk about COVID. When COVID started, uh, let's talk about New Jersey and compare it to what happened to New York City. Uh, people forget fast and people intend to not remember how Lakewood and other uh, communities were able to live in peace. And I call it live in peace because if you uh, look back and see what happened here in New York, where uh, agencies from building department to uh, NYPD to the New York City sheriffs, they were knocking on people's doors. They were giving out summonses. That did not happen in New Jersey. It did not happen in Lakewood. Uh, obviously, Lakewood uh, stood out for a community to be uh, cooperative. But you can say, and, 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 and uh, if you speak to the people in charge, uh, state police were very mindful of the communities. Uh, they didn't do the same or similar, not even close to what New York did. Uh, and they handled it totally different by communicating to the leaders, by making sure that if there was an issue, instead of just summoning and fining small businesses, that they came down, gave warnings, they treated the people totally different. And when you talk about vaccines, I know it's a sensitive topic. I'm fully in, in tune of what's going on. Uh, I could tell you one thing. Governor Murphy has shown and proven and you need to judge him for his overall relationship with the community. We had, uh, unfortunately, hundreds of people in the hospital where his staff personally reached out to hospitals. They should be sensitive to the family members. They should allow the tablets. They should allow... Uh, visitors, obviously, when able. So my point to you, uh, Zev, although people are very sensitive and you're touching a nerve when you're talking about mandate vaccines, uh, I, I believe you should judge the person according to his overall actions during COVID. He has been great, and so did uh, the Department of Health and the state police. They really acted professionally when it came to community relations. No, you're right. When there is no elected official that's going to please everybody 100% of the time, it's impossible. There is going to be some matters where there's going to be disagreement. But as you correctly point out, it depends on the overall relationship and how overall the community gets along with this elected official. That elected official not really makes a very, very big difference. And again, I just want to reiterate how we started our conversation as we come to an end is that it's so important. And our listeners in New Jersey and our listeners in New York, you got to go out and vote. Uh, Rabbi Friedman, how we, how do we get more people out to vote? Because there are plenty of people who are registered and just don't do it. It takes literally five minutes, 10 minutes. I'm not even sure of that much, but yet people just don't do it. And we can make such a big difference, especially in the religious community. 
Yes, we did uh, improve. I must say people are more in tune in politics when it comes to elections than we used to be, but it's still not where we need to be. Uh, now there's early voting. You can vote from home. You can send back your ballot. There's so much ways to uh, express your opinion, uh, but now is the time. And, and you know, like you said, Akuta Zatov is so important. A person like Eric Adams that really did so much. He went out of the way to do what other elected officials were afraid to do. We touched on a couple of stories, but we can we have a list and many, many, many uh, occasions that Eric came out to the community, vouched for the community, supported the community, and spoke up on behalf of the community when anything went on. Should it be picking up a phone to a mayor, to call a commissioner, making sure that the community is well served. And now is the time to show Akuta Satov. That's the, the least that you can do on Tuesday and vote. Elected officials are uh, monitoring and seeing the areas where, vote, where votes come in from. And it's so important if they see we in Williamsburg, Borough Park, Platbush and other uh, areas where the community is uh, voting and voting for him, He's definitely, uh, it's something that you can, uh, with such a minimum thing, show a kudos of Same thing in Jersey. I sure hope that Lakewood and other areas, uh, Teaneck and Deal and Edison, Elizabeth and Linden, where the communities are populated, uh, the Jewish community is populated in those areas, we come out and vote. And believe it or not, they listen to your vote. So I encourage all my friends, all the listeners, Please make phone calls. That's the least you could do on Tuesday. Vote Governor Murphy. Re-elect him for governor so we have another four years of great relationships with agencies. And vote for Eric Adams in New York City. He's going to be a great mayor. He's going to be a passionate person. He's going to be down to earth. He's also going to be someone that's going to considering being a friend to the community for so many years. So uh, in conclusion, I sure hope that people will come out to vote and vote the right way to show that our community is proud to have Akuta Satov. Very well said, and I want to thank you for your service. Rabbi Friedman is a community leader. He's also a community activist, very active, especially dealing with law enforcement and being a liaison to various different agencies. Thank you for being with us and sharing your 25-year history with Eric Adams, the borough president of Brooklyn running for mayor, and uh, Governor Murphy, Phil Murphy in New Jersey. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome, Zev. Thank you for having me. Agitavach. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. To advertise on the Talkline network and Talkline's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Or email info at talklinenetwork.com. Thanks for listening. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. 
For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms, or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to thetalklinenetwork.com. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community.